0: إن الحمد لله، نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونأوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا من سيئات عمالنا. من يهدي الله فلا مضل له، ومن يدل فلا هادي له. وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله وصفيه وخليله وخيرته من خلقه وأمينه على وحيه أرسله ربه رحمة للعالمين وحجه على خلقه وعباده أجمعين وأسأل الله تبارك الله وتعالى أ يجعلنا من صالحِ أمته و اي يحشرنا يوم الْقِيَامَةِ في زمره ثم اما بعد أول يا اولا يا الله اوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله سبحانه وتعالى فقد فاز الْمُتَكُونُ كما وصا بها الله عز في كتابه حينما قال ولقد وصينا ولقد وصينا الذين اوتوا الكتاب من قبلكم وَإِيَّاكُمْ أَنِتَّقُ اللَّهِ First and foremost, O servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I implore myself and yourself to observe the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in open and in secret. For indeed those whom observe the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they are the successful ones. قَالَ اللَّهُ سُبْحَانَهُ وَ تَعَلَىٰ فِي مُحْكَمِ آيَاتِهِ يَا أَيُّهَا الْإِنسَانُ إِنَّكَ كَادِحٌ إِلَىٰ رَبِّكَ فَمُلَاقِي Allah Azza wa Jal, He gives an address And He gives an address to all of mankind and humanity And He says, O mankind and O humanity You are laboring restlessly towards your Lord And eventually You'll meet the consequences of this laboring. And as the ulama of Tafsir has mentioned, that this laboring towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can either be in your favor or it can be against you. And ultimately, you will see the fruits of your labor. As we usher in the new year and we find ourselves. In shahrullahi subhanahu wa ta'ala al-muharram, the new Islamic new year, the year 1444, it is time for us as Muslims to reflect on an individual level and as an ummah. And we need to align ourselves with the symbols of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we need to be aware of the times wherein we find ourselves in. And we find ourselves in the month of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala al-Muharram, which is one of the sacred months of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And whosoever sanctifies the symbols of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then this is of the piety of his heart. And the first reflection we have, O servants of Allah, is the importance of time. As another year passes us by we realise that time is passing by quicker. And this is something which each and every single individual perceives. The young and the old, the Muslim and the kafir, we all perceive that time is passing by quicker. And this is something which was prophesied by the Messenger of Allah, Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. For in the hadith reported on the authority of Anas, Ibn Malik, radiallahu he said that the Prophet, alayhi salatu said, لَا الساعة حَتَّى الزَّمَانُ فَتَكُونُ السَّنَةُ كَالشَّهْرِ وَالشَّهْرُ كَالْجُمُعَةِ وَتَكُونُ الْجُمَعَةُ كَالْيَوْمِ وَيَكُونُ الْيَوْمُ كالساعة. That the Prophet, alayhi said, that the hour shall not be established until time passes by quickly and time becomes constricted. So much so that the Prophet says and the year will become like a month and the month will be like a week and the week is like a day and the day is like the hour. If we were to measure our time in terms of this hadith then it seems as if we were sitting in the Jumu'ah yesterday, And we perceive the passage of time and it is becoming quicker And so with each and every single moment and week and month and year which passes us by We need to realize that we need to take advantage of our time For time is either for us or against us <coughs> And about this Allah Azza wa Jal He gives us a profound reminder about the importance of time in the life of a Muslim and he has dedicated an entire chapter in the Quran to this topic and this is a surah which is oft read and we usually read this surah in order to get through our prayer quickly but if we were to reflect upon the great meaning of this ayah we would understand or the surah we would understand the statement of the great Imam, Imam al-Shafi'i, rahimahullah ta'ala. For he said in relation to the surah, lawma ala khalqihi illa hadi surah lakafathum." He said that if Allah had not revealed a single proof upon his creation except this surah, it would have sufficed him. It will suffice him as a reminder with regard to these matters, which is mentioned in the surah. And so Allah Azza wa Jalla says, "Wa la asri, innal Insana la fi khusr illa al-ladina aman wa gamil al wa tawassu bi al wa bi sabr." So Allah Azza wa Jalla, He takes a qasam by time, and He Subhanahu wa Taala is the Creator of absolutely everything. And He takes an oath by whatever He wishes But Allah Azawajal only takes an oath by great creations And so Allah Azawajal takes a Qasam by time Time which is the passage of years, months, weeks, days, hours and minutes Allah Azawajal brings our attention to this Time which is the unit of measurement wherein people's actions take place. Allah says, "Inna lafi and Allah Azza wa He opens this verse with al taqid, and He says, "Inna indeed, indeed, all of man is at lost. All of man is at loss. The Muslim and the kafir, the young and the old." And then Allah Azza wa Jal makes the exception. And He says, wa wa bi sabr." Except those who believe and work righteousness. haqi And they mutually exhort one another with this truth. And they mutually exhort one another with patience. And so the first reminder in the surah, it calls us towards knowledge Because Allah makes the exception and He says amanu," إِلَّ Except those who believe And belief Cannot be based Upon hearsay. Belief cannot be based upon What Sheikh Fulan said And Shaykh Ilan said But belief is based upon knowledge Knowledge which is Rooted In the Qur'an and the Sunnah and this knowledge must be understood according the way of the Sahaba. And so this is the first reminder in this verse. Since Iman is based upon knowledge. The second reminder, إِلَّا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ Salihat," not sufficient for a Muslim to say, "Amanna," To say, I believe. And this is sufficient to establish that you are a Muslim. Rather part of Iman is deeds and the proof of your Iman is deeds. For this reason the Prophet Sallallahu mentioned and he said <laughs> He said that the covenant which exists between us and them, meaning the Jews and the Christians, is As-Salah, is the prayer. And whosoever omits it has fallen into disbelief. And this is the words of the Prophet ﷺ. And this shows us that deeds is part of Iman. That deeds is not just the perfection of Iman, but deeds is a necessary requirement to prove the authenticity of your faith. And so Allah Azrael calls us towards action. And the third reminder was that they mutually exhort one another with the truth. And the ultimate truth is Al-Islam and everything that it calls towards. And at the height of these matters, it is Tawheed. To single Allah Azza wa out in worship and to recognize Allah Azza wa right over us. And so they mutually exhort one another with the truth. And this is the role and the responsibility of each and every single Muslim Not this, just the duaat or the shaykhs or the maulanas But because you are Muslim You have a responsibility which rests upon your shoulder And that is that you must be a caller towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Al-Islam And the final reminder Contained in the surah, it is a call towards patience and they mutually exhort one another with patience upon the truth. For we know we are living in times where the fitan is many and the Prophet ﷺ, spoke about this and he said that the trials will occur like part of a, a, part of a dark night, meaning There will be many trials The trials of shubuhat The trials of doubts And the trials of shahawat The trials of desires And so we are in need of reminders And we are in need of being reminded Of our responsibilities towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And the responsibilities Toward His creation And the responsibilities Which rest upon our shoulders and so now we can understand the statement of Imam Shafi'i where he said, ala illa surah So that Allah Azza wa Jal not revealed a single proof upon His creation except this surah, it would have sufficed him as a reminder. The second reflection, O servants of Allah is that as the years pass by, we need to realize the importance of having a goal. And a Muslim by default must be goal oriented. A Muslim in his origin, he must strive <laughs> towards goals. And the highest of these goals, it is to please his Rabb subhanahu wa ta'ala and to actualize the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For Allah Azzajal told us in his book, and he said, أَفَحَسِبَتُمْ أَنَّمَا خَلَقْنَاكُمْ وَأَنَّكُمْ لَا تُرْجَعُونَ Allah Azzurajal, he asked a rhetorical question. And he says, did you think that we have created you in عَبَث, meaning without a purpose, Wa la And that you will not return to us? Do you think that we have created you? Without commanding you with certain things and prohibiting you from certain things, and that you have just been placed in this dunya to fulfill your vain desires? And the answer is surely not. We have been created for the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the concept of worship, it is a broad term. Worship does not only <coughs> apply to the rituals which we have been commanded to fulfill Yes, this is the main aspect of worship But worship, it is also seen in your character Worship is seen in the way you treat your wives Worship is seen in the way you treat your workers Worship is seen how you treat the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is part of worship And so a Muslim does not go through life inactive not working for his dunya no working for his akhirah. Abdullah ibn Mas'ud he said, Inni la ukriya an ara'a rajula farigan la fi amali dunya wa la fi amali akhirah. He said, I detest and I hate to see an individual farigan, not engaging in any actions. La fi amali dunya, not in actions which pertain to the worldly life وَلَا فِي عَمَلِ الْأَخِرَةِ No engaging in actions which relate to his hereafter. And so the believer is between dunya and akhira Trying to strike the balance between this And knowing that his highest goal It is to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And also to attain Beneficial matters which aid him in the life of this world and aid him with regards to the year after So we can have goals for our dunya and we need to have goals When considering the increase in living expenses We wonder about our future and the future of our children However, it should not be our major concern We need to make the effort and leave the rest to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for Allah Azza wa Jal is ar razak And Allah Azza wa Jal has not ceased to be described with this attribute of sustaining his creation And he sustained those who came before us And surely he subhanahu wa ta'ala will sustain those who come after us Allah Azza wa Jal will never cease to have this name of ar razak Despite inflation and the increase in the cost of living Having said that, our highest concern should not be this dunya The Prophet ﷺ often made this application and he said Allahumma la taja'ali dunya akbar hammina wala mablaqa ilmina You to say, O oh Allah, do not make the life of this world our highest concern and aspiration And nor make it the extent of our knowledge because our highest goal and concern is the Akhirah. And what we seek through our knowledge is we seek the pleasure of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, akhira. Akulu ma sami'tum. Wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum kulli innahu Alhamdulillahi wahdahu Wa salatu ala ban la nabiya Wa ba'd Ibadallah The third reflection We have to remind ourselves of today It is remembering death With each and every single year which passes us by Death is coming closer Hassan al-Basri Rahim ta'ala said Ya ibn Adam Ma anta bid'u ayyamin إِذَا ذَهَبَ يَوْمٌ ذَهَبَ بَعْدُكَ He said that, O oh son of Adam, you are nothing but a number of days. Whenever each day passes you by, part of your life has gone. And this only brings us closer to our appointed term and our meeting with our Rabb Subhana. wa And as we know, the Prophet said, that the average lifespan of his ummah is from 60 to 70 years. And so, for many of us, we are halfway. For some of us, we are past the halfway mark. And for some of us, we might be upon borrowed time. So, death must become a reality for us now more than ever, since we are experiencing that young people are dying more often and more frequently that many parents they outlive their children and many parents are burying their children and this in and of itself is a prophecy of the Prophet for he said in the hadith reported on the authority of Anas amongst the signs that the last hour is near is that the crescent would appear larger than its actual size And people would say it appears as if it is only two days old. And the mosques will be taken as streets, and sudden death will spread. And this is is something that we are seeing more often sudden death. Young people are dying. And this is the prophecy of the Prophet. Abu al Ahwas reported in the hadith, reported in the Musannaf, on the authority of Aisha that she said that the Prophet ﷺ said mu'min al that she said that a sudden death is a mercy for the believer and regretful for the wicked. So death can come at any moment, but the one who prepares for it, sudden death is a glad tiding for him, and it is a mercy for him, because he worked righteousness, and he prepared for his meeting with his Rob. On the flip side of this, the person who dies a sudden death, and he dies unprepared for this death, this is something regretful for him, for he did not send any righteousness forth, nor did he prepare for his meeting with his Rob. subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the reality of the matter of servants of Allah Is that our lives Is either for us Or against us And It doesn't matter How long you live But what matters is the quality of the life you live And what do we mean by this? Is the life that you lead Is it pleasing to Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala Or is it displeasing to Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala A person can live a lengthy life and this life is against him and a person can live a short life and the short life is in his favor wa hada wasalhu rahimakumullah <laughs> ala khayril bariyah wa azkal bashariyah sahibul haudi wa shifaa fa qad amarakumullahu bi amrin